0: Awesome. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. Right. So is everyone looking forward to talking about some climate change for for the next while? It's I yeah. love
1: talking about climate change. In it's my been such a
2: lovely death. hot summer.
0: It's it's a very mm. important
3: topic. It's the biggest issue our generation and the ones after us is going to uh, face.
0: Um, I regret to inform you, it's a Brexit episode.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's always a Brexit
1: episode because Brexit is forever.
0: practice. Uh, My name is David, Um, you can find me on Twitter at sanitary nap time Um, and we are
2: here with Elijah.
3: Hi, I'm uh, in the northeast of Scotland and I'm smoking a roll up so Jess Phillips is not more working class than me when I slag her off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Alistair, I'm from the south of England and I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Xander. Uh, kind of the same story, though I'm being punished. I am currently in Southend. I don't know now, what that means.
1: to be fair to Southend, <laughs> to be fair from to Southend, it is an extremely hard done by um, part of Essex. So it's not like you're in Brentwood, in which case, you know, up against the wall with you. But... No, nobody deserves
2: Brentwood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except Brentwood. Right. In the news this week.
2: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just stretch that sound out for about an hour and a half? (laughs) We had a plan to cover
0: everything that had happened towards the tail end of last week, which was um, the Amazon fucking burning, Joe Swinson burning, um, (laughs) basically just every single Liberal in Britain just fucking dying on their arse. (laughs) And it was going to be good. And then Boris Johnson had fucking ideas and things happened, and now everything is tits up. Um, So you were going
1: to get a good podcast, but now you're getting a bad one, and
0: you can thank Boris Johnson. That's the excuse we're sticking with. It's literally the worst thing Uh, he's done.
3: Thanks, Johnson. Um, That's provable. If you've you've not been living under a rock, you'll be aware that we are getting a no-deal Brexit forced through with what pretty much amounts to a coup. Although it is, in fact, well, just, well, it's, it's, it's really just an archaic technicality we'll cover that, of the UK system. I mean, this is great. This is all fine. It's legal. It's normal. This is how it works. Um, it's, you know, yeah, which is why liberals for are breaking down
2: because they love a rule. Yeah. They love the rule of law. If, if you're following the rules, great. Everything's great with rules. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that's not actually working out for me now. If I can go
3: have tea with the Queen as well, I'll pull out the handbook and I'll show her where there's a loophole so she doesn't have to do the thing that she wants to do. Sir,
1: sir, sir, Johnson's breaking the rules again. Sir.
3: I want to speak to the manager of the Queen. Can, can, can
1: you imagine? Just like, it is, it is the end game of asking for the manager. Like, everybody write to the Queen. Is it? You cannot. <laughs>
3: I don't know, is it, is it worse to ask for the manager of the country or the manager of the queen? I'm not sure what's the greater order of magnitude there. Um,
1: I mean, pretty much you got the queen and then I guess God, but um, we don't really have divine right of kings anymore, so... Uh, I well, I
0: mean, w- one of them is already dead, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, God is dead, yes, absolutely.
2: <laughs> Wait, hang on, I... Right, so... Yeah. yeah. No, no, go on, go on. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Right, so... Very quickly establishing the kind of podcast we're making here.
0: Yes, it's a shit show. (laughs) Um, That should have been the name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to It's a Shit Show. So, this week, Boris Johnson has sent Jacob Rees-Mogg, a a chronic monocle wearer, (laughs) to... Go and basically say to the Queen, we would like to suspend Parliament a little bit longer than we normally would. Um, what the effect of this is, it's going to chop about five days off of the parliamentary time to actually debate Brexit, of which there is. I think it's. Is it, oh, I don't even know the number on me. Um, it's it's a low fucking number anyway. It's really Aye. less than you fucking think. Is because it? Because there's we... a four. There's a four is... week. Um, there's a four week closing of Parliament for the conference season that's still to come between now on day of recording twenty eighth of August and the thirty first of October
1: well, there was talk of um they were going to try and bring something into Parliament to suspend um par- uh, conference recess basically, but obviously can't do yeah. that now <laughs>
0: no. No. Well, I mean, none of the parties would agree to it because they've all either spent too much money on it and really want it to be successful, or they've spent too much money on it and really, really don't want to back down on it because it's the last hope they've got of keeping their members happy. Mm. A <laughs> Yeah, so. the
2: spins won't give them their, their deposit back, So, <laughs> <laughs> so Can you
1: break I mean, it
3: in- <laughs> A lot of... I've seen some of the PR defence from segments of the... Um, of the Tory base saying that this is just the normal proroguing of parliament that happens all the time. It's a normal thing, totally legit. It's not a coup. It's not a paragraph. It's not, it's not in any way designed to, to, to f- facilitate a no deal Brexit, which is kind of like saying it's normal to go on holiday. And then you go on holiday for two months, locking your cat in the house. And when people get mad at you that your cat starved, you say, "Why? I went on holiday. It's normal. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Going on holiday yeah, so, when your house is on fire.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure Boris yeah, Johnson so. tortured some cats when he was young.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Oh no, no, he 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 stepped his game up and just um, you know. Decked
0: a pig. <laughs> well, well,
1: there's uh, that too. I was say, but the like, pig was tantamount, dead. Tantamount to torturing like homeless people by burning fifty pound notes in their face.
2: That's real for American listeners. That's real. It's real. It's, that, it, that is a thing that has
0: happened. It is
3: mind-boggling well. how much of the uh, leadership of this country are actual moustache-twirling supervillains from weird 1950s cartoons. It's, it's, it's nuts. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, the, the, their special power, though, is inbreeding. Like, it's, it's not really that good. <laughs> Incestio. LAUGHTER <laughs> Oh, fuck off. We've made it, what, 20 minutes, 10 minutes even, and you've already made a fucking Harry Potter reference. Oh, fuck God, off. no. <laughs> oh, that canceled. canceled? It was not...
1: No, edit that out. Edit that out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your shame will live on forever. Keep it gone. I was, I, was, I was going oh, for
1: a superhero fuck. name, not Harry fucking Potter. How dare you? Oh.
3: So, of course, in the run-up to all this, we had the uh, Lib Dems moaning about how Corbyn wasn't doing what they want to. Uh, As ever. And getting in the way of the idea of a national unity government led by the Liberal Opposition to, to, to actually sort things out with Brexit. And it's blown up in their faces because they've spent so long fucking about and just daily, you know, and being complete stubborn uh, morons Melt. that they now have nothing else to do. They've got nothing... I mean, what, what can... A pro remain faction in the opposition of, of any party really do. Is, ah,
1: stop Corbyn. That's it.
3: That's, <laughs> that's more important, I guess. Is, is there any time uh, yeah. for a, a, a vote no confidence? Is, uh, if there was, could it actually pass? I mean, what's the majority well, just now? What's the Tory uh, majority? Well, well I think it's pi- one.
1: On paper. Pi- on paper, it's one, but that's not including um, suspended MPs, of which I believe there's there's at least one, possibly two, off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not great for the Tories if they have, you know, um, two three abstentions. Mm. Who knows what's going to happen? Aren't the DUP mm. a bit shaky on this?
0: Isn't, doesn't doesn't the no DUP deal. are fully on board yeah. with the proroguing? Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, she yeah, big Arlene's already come out. She's come out from a wee cave. She's heard there's maybe some more money in it for her, and she's jumped on it.
2: Very much living down to expectation. Yes. If, if there was a funny sound there, I was magnanimously drinking from my glass.
1: Magnanimously, that's very kind of you. <laughs>
2: right. um, yeah, if I'm honest. So... I don't know what the word is.
0: For a... <laughs>
2: right. This so, is this we, is dictionary
0: corner. Got... <laughs> We've got the option of a vote of no confidence, which probably won't succeed unless you get every single one of the Liberal Melts on side, which includes the Lib Dems, who have been screaming into the void. Jeremy Corbyn is a bad man. Then you've got mm-hmm. big fucking subs,
2: um, and <laughs> milky
0: fucking milky band subs and gapes, and they're <laughs> vehemently against it as well. Even though, like, it would be awful, <laughs> and. It's just, it's it's probably not going to fucking work at this stage. It needs, we need Tory defectors, and this implies that they have spines, which we all know that they fucking don't. Um, One prime example of this is uh, Ruth Davidson, the wonderful leader of the Scottish Conservatives, who resigned. (laughs) Former leader, former leader. resigned today. resigned because, obviously, you know, there's lots of other reasons. She didn't resign on that day. Because of what happened, she resigned on that day because she wants to spend more time with her family, etc, etc. <laughs> also, like the Prime Minister her has her farm. full support. It really does. I mean, well, I mean, would that be such a bad thing? Um, <laughs> oh, Careful. well would it be? Farms are very nice. I love spending time on a farm. Aye. Right. <laughs> An animal farm, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you think of that? <laughs> with pigs. Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so vote no confidence right now, the way it goes, probably not a goer It's worth a try aye, maybe depending on nothing now, well, in the realms that we are now, if it's timed wrong and it actually does succeed but not succeed well enough to actually give us Corbyn as prime minister
1: well, we, we could end got- up
0: in a no, we could actually end up in a position depending on the timing of it that we don't technically have a government well, decided.
1: You- You've also got to remember the fact that, well, there's, there's, a few, there's a few things, actually. It's the fact that because of the Fixed-Term Parliament Act, uh, if, we, Thanks, if, Ips- uh, if a vote of no confidence uh, is successful, the Tories have two weeks to shore up their, their side, basically, because uh, there's another vote after 14 days, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, if they fail that vote, then, uh, well, supposedly the government is meant to resign, and trigger a general election if um the opposition can't form a, form their own government. But I mean so so you gotta win two votes in a row, basically, but on top of that, on top of that you got you know, you got our big blonde-haired boy saying that he might not even resign.
0: before you even get to that stage though, is that if even if he did resign and we did get an election, depending on the timer of this, because of all the gaps involved, mm-hmm It may actually end up being that the election that we want would take us past the 31st of October and we would automatically no deal anyway. So what they're basically doing is they're trying to lay a trap. They're trying to lay an impossible position for all the opposition that they cannot manoeuvre out of because anything that they do, if if they support a deal, then they've fucked it because they've just supported the shit deal. Um, If they do nothing then we get no deal if they try and take power then we may end up with no deal anyway mm-hmm. and it would be their fault because then it would be out of the tory's hands because they're not technically the government at that point so it's it's quite fucky in a way like it, it's very it's very rules lawyery um uh, yeah and we've also we've I'd, seen,
3: I'd say it's almost machiavellian but that gives them too much credit uh, oh, I mean, far too much. Considering
1: yeah. considering the fact that um, back in oh, what was it was it like May or June or something, um, they had a vote to essentially get rid of No Deal, and you had the absolute brain geniuses like Amber Rudd saying, "Oh, we don't think this is necessary because um, no one's going to do a No Deal Brexit, so it doesn't nah. need to be ruled out completely through legislation." So they voted against it. And um, I saw the other day that apparently Cor- Corbyn said to them at the time when they um, defeated the motion, um, when the Tories were all cheering that they, the, the you know, Labour had been defeated. Um, you won't be laughing or you won't be celebrating in September, which, well, <laughs> um, yeah, that's where
0: we are, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, a vote of no confidence might work. It might possibly come through. The option, that all the the liberals are really really hoping works out instead is that we can just legislate no deal away which they still haven't grasped isn't possible unless you've got a fucking alternative to it they're really really hoping that they can just make it illegal to no deal because obviously so long as you've informed the managers everything will be fine they'll take care of it even though they are technically the fucking managers
3: oh my god it's (laughs) fucking it's mind-boggling it's atrocious the fucking stupidity. It's like you go through the they, years they don't of want the to grasp br- the reality of it. You hmm. go through years of, of, of the of the referendum campaigning and the years afterwards and you meet these idiots in the streets or at the stalls or fucking online and you try to explain simple concepts like the fucking freedom the the the, the four freedoms or you know, you can't have your cake and fucking eat it too. You can't do everything you want. You you can't have none of the bad bits and all the good bits. You fucking moron. And you think that's fine. That's just someone with fucking iodine deficiency or lead poisoning or, or whatever, (laughs) you know, standard fucking brain damaged, you know, level of intelligence in this country. And you think surely someone who's smart enough to, to, you know, get into a position where they can run a campaign and win an election, become a politician, and maybe, even if they're fucking duck thick as pig shit, spending some time in, you know, amongst other people with educations or with knowledge of things uh, might rub off on them. And then you get to this fucking result where they're still trying... It's, 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 it's just a fancier fucking worded up approach as the guy in the street with the, with the fucking english flag going
1: uh fucking i, I moved one sp- you lost
3: going to spain but Spain's letting all these bloody immigrants in uh, fucking
0: ruining my all these
1: muslims muslims my, coming over from my the retirement
0: EU. Oh. i fucking hate grand canaria it's full of spanish cunts <laughs> <laughs> aye, exactly like honestly that's the, the level i that's the level that you can end up fucking dealing with it. think, it's, oh, fucking, it's just nightmarish
1: the best thing is um, Brexit people saying to um, you know Republic of Ireland people, you lost the you lost the referendum. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well,
0: <laughs> uh, so I mean, we, I, right, I vote on no confidence. Maybe, possibly, hopefully, hopefully, because uh, because Sinn Fein will surely take
2: their seats.
0: <laughs> yeah, that kind of fucking magical thinking. My God, the, the, it's Sinn Féin's music! The also have screamed that. <laughs> I mean, Sinn Féin are not going to take the fucking seats.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Why? Why do people keep fucking bringing this up? Why
2: won't they save England? <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is... Uh... What I like to call peak tannery, <laughs> um, just a com- the the combined ignorance, denial, and pompousness, and just sort of inherent arrogance of <laughs> uh, that colors any involvement with with Irish politics or anything Irish it's, related. It's where very where it's on brand, from the UK sort of perspective. Um, oh, it's, it's just fucking wonderful, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: maybe, maybe. Oh wait, no, maybe because so they've gone to the Queen and said. Please, Queenie, save us. And she's gone, no. They've gone, ah, oh, well, who hates the Queen? Well, it can't be any of us English folk. I know. Sinn Féin, they hate the Queen. Maybe they'll do something about it. Also, no.
3: <laughs> if we want to, if we're, if, if we're thinking about ways in which we can do something with the Queen to, to, to change something in the UK political system, <laughs> Sinn Féin would probably be an okay place to start. <laughs> um, it's just from very different. Yeah, uh, if anything, d- if anything, I'm
1: giving them too much credit. <laughs> uh, I mean,
3: somehow I don't think that's what people have in mind when they talk about bringing Sinn Féin. Oh yeah, in. but I like <laughs> to think about it that way though, because it makes it seem
1: like yeah. they've got a modicum, modicum of understanding of Ireland.
3: <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean, it would be it would be quite a radical fucking step change. Things have been said on Twitter um, to the point where hashtag General Strike has started to trend. Yep. Um, there was a pretty big fairly spontaneous pro- uh, protest yesterday um actually on the day that this pro rogan was announced
1: courtesy of uh, absolute lad absolute lad owen jones uh, shout out to him
2: element of coordination at least and so it's not his fault there wasn't one in in uh, belfast since somebody on twitter actually said that <laughs> <laughs> Wait, i'm sorry what say that again hell <laughs> what Somebody tweets is like, why isn't there a protest in Belfast, Owen? Oh, why have you forgotten the Irish? Why why isn't there a protest in
3: Belfast? And that's Owen Jones' fault somehow. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: well, sure there will be can't... protests in Belfast they can look forward to soon.
1: Well, you can't trust Owen Jones after he made up getting assaulted. <gasps> um, <gasps> mm. Question mark?
3: Imaginary, well, imaginary hooligans three people being arrested mm. yeah, by imaginary thank... police. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, eat shit. Um, (laughs) Definitely. I mean,
3: there's probably given. So yeah, there was this impromptu protest, but that that's one of the potential positive outcomes of of voting no confidence is that even if it fails, it just compounds. It just compounds onto this feeling that we're being completely shafted with no say at all, and it might finally start pushing people into doing something a little bit more than 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 sharing about a fucking change.org petition or something yeah I mean
0: yeah I mean the, the, the petition's the only thing that's been getting really put out by Labour straight off the bat because it was the only thing really available obviously we're yeah, at a point where yeah I mean to
1: be it, to be fair they did literally have MPs out at the protest mm. at the time so I mean yeah yeah but I know, don't live in
3: London I don't give a fuck about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I know don't get me wrong I mean I'm just saying that um, I'm just saying it's better than nothing better than just a pro-
0: just a it was something, something right off the bat. Do this yeah. now. Um, there is a, there is a, another kind of rally slash protest planned for the third of September, on Parliament Square. If anyone wishes to go and is available for it, obviously I'm a bit fucking up the road and so is Elijah. But there you go. Um, so there, there are there are other protests planned that this will probably step up.
3: There is literally, there is just, but but this is the thing, and we're talking about all these options. But if you if you just get down to the actual like, fundament of it, there is literally nothing anyone can do. We have a fixed-term Parliament Act, the government has parliamentary supremacy, it's the highest legal authority in the country, it can do whatever the fuck it wants. And it will. And it is. And there is literally nothing you can do. No amount of pressure. That only works when the the person you're trying to pressure has a a level of shame
0: or self-awareness. Yeah. Which which is clearly not the case. Yeah, so I mean, you know, a, a fucking a dog walk for Remain probably won't cut it this time. Yeah, um, it's scary. probably going to need to step up to something a bit bigger than that. We're going to have and to get the EU will.
3: Supergirl to come round with a machete.
2: Oh
0: no,
1: oh, oh, a... he, oh, don't remind me that she
2: exists. Oh, I'm just speaking of the art, which is just terrifying. <laughs> is she still uh, on
3: holiday doing posing for Instagram selfies at the Holocaust memorial? And doing racism.
2: Literally. And dancing Holocaust memorials.
1: Oh man, oh. how 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 can you oh. people oh, still fuck, do
3: that. Fuck, when I was fuck, in Be- I, I, I was in Berlin, you had you had guys doing fucking parkour over the tops of the of the little oh. uh, blocks the squares. Yeah. Fucking it, hell, you know. hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but those are French people doing parkour. They don't fucking know any better. She's supposed <gasps> to. She, this is someone going on to to represent the international spirit and, you know, multicultural understanding of a European Britain. She should fucking know better. Or yeah, how she, do you
0: represent something which doesn't exist? Yeah, she
1: doesn't. But the thing is, she doesn't even represent the thing that she thinks exists, which is incredible. She, rep-
0: she represents the concept of grifting the centrist ads.
1: As uh, the as, centrist I, as centrist I like, ads. as I had on Twitter the other day, um, Brexit through the grift shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just... which I believe I then pointed out to you is very similar to a Matt Ford show.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I didn't see that, so. Um, no. so, and you so added,
2: no. I knew I You, you added an extra joke. The grift element he didn't have. So you're. You're. Have fully one more joke than alleged comedian Matt Ford. <laughs> alleged comedian? <laughs> Don't want to lie, Which but you know like, that, it's like the, the lamest. Be careful. Co- the lamest criticism you can have of a comedian. But, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's not like I hate him because he is the meltiest, most Blair worshipping centrist as well that, that could ever possibly live. It's. Oh, dude! He's also just not going die. Run out of blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure he can always source more blood.
3: I'm getting <laughs> sponsored ads on YouTube for Michael McIntyre clips. He's he's that desperate now. He's actually paying YouTube to, to put up his his own YouTube clips as a sponsored yeah, ad, rather rather than just as a
2: recommendation. It's, uh, it's fucking
3: awful. Yeah, um, his, but... his
2: career's odd. Lee Evans had the same thing where just did arena tours, which I guess people were going to, but was doing like nothing else. You could just forget about him besides when you're watching Poirot on ITV3 and he it gets advertised.
3: Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we had Frankie Boyle in town last night, uh, which I nice. missed. I'm very sad to have missed that. Uh, apparently it's full of jokes about the Irish finally enjoying a famine. Um <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Jesus
2: Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! Oh boy!
0: That'll be great. But just amazing. That yeah. Oh fuck! Anyway, moving on a little bit. So, we we have forgotten the one true victim of all of this. Is it me? (laughs) No, it's it's none of us. It's none of us. It's 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 the poor old queen. Uh, Yeah, it's Uh. the queen.
2: They oh, he he took is. her into that what room
0: and sat her down at gunpoint. <laughs> Jacob Rees-Mogg slithered along the floor to ask her to sign this. Like I mean, it's just fucking. How how can people assume this? It was assumed on Twitter that she had been forced to sign the order, as if as if she had no fucking choice but an immediate
2: guillotine waiting outside if she didn't do it. Well, they were threatening to release uh, you know videos of Andrew. Which were false, definitely <laughs> fake, definitely <laughs> fake, definitely no real videos or fingerprints or witnesses. <laughs> Any, nothing like that out there. Andrew is obviously a shiny, shiny special boy uh, who's you know innocent and definitely not a raving nonce.
1: I can't believe, uh, do you know what, it just blows my mind how he uh, he has the fucking brass neck to come out and say, oh, when I hung out with my best mate Jeffrey Epstein when he was still alive, <laughs> I didn't see anything improper. <laughs> Epstein was fucking in prison for a year
2: <laughs> Full, for this exact situation. fucking
1: thing, so it's not, like, it's not like he didn't know it was going on.
2: I, I mean, I just said <laughs> he threw him threw a a party. after he a year.
1: A, uh, Andrew threw a fucking party for him when he came out of prison. <laughs>
0: Where have you been I've not seen you in a while yeah, yeah he just
1: he... he's been putting pictures up of Jeffrey Epstein all over the place like have you seen this paedophile
3: well I'm sure I'm sure oh, the royal family is very now, happy if I put the gag
2: picture on do you recognise him now <laughs> <laughs> they're probably probably oh, god you can't libel the dead
0: <laughs>
2: they're probably you happy libeled Prince Andrew Probably no,
1: have, uh, everything, everything I've said about Prince Andrew is uh, on the record and did happen. <laughs> they're,
0: they're, I they're, mean, as, as much as the, the Queen is the victim of all of this, I mean, <sighs> it's, it's it's just, it's fucking it's brain spiders pouring out your fucking ducks. <laughs> That's how bad that is. it's wow, fucking what an image. <laughs> <laughs> It's just... I mean of all the people to be the biggest victims of this it's not the people who are at risk of fucking not having access to the life saving medication, it's not the poor people who can barely afford fucking food and have to use the food banks as it is, it's none of that it's not that, it's the poor queen who had to do a thing
2: and also her loyal, off. loyal Oxbridge educated comedians from the 90s
1: could you imagine if the queen had to get rid of one of her solid gold grand pianos, I just, I don't know how I could recover from that
3: She's gonna. Oh, I, she's gonna wear a brooch when she signs the, the prorogue agreement. Oh, the sarcasm brooch. An, it's, it's gonna be an, a, such an own. It's gonna be so Yas Queen. She's gonna slay. <coughs> uh, uh, fucking, I hate these people. It's just they're
0: the worst. They're the fucking worst.
3: Yeah, so we're being hurdled towards this no-deal Brexit situation by a queen with a uh, nice blue hat and a bunch of slithering incompetence in government. Uh, what it actually means for people is another thing entirely. I don't think we'll feel the effects immediately. That's what oh, they're banking on, isn't it? Well, I mean, I might, because I might get chucked out of the country. Oh, but, well, uh, yeah, you know, but, um,
1: but well, but people that matter oh, well, yeah, aren't sure. going <laughs> to people <Yeah>. that will <laughs> vote for them
3: um we do have this wonderful leaked planning document this uh yellow hammer which is uh, who came up with that fucking name anyway it sounds um, like an art house
1: movie it's
3: it's it's weird isn't it it's it's like i'm thinking of yellow cake or something or i don't know some kind of
1: it's very very brass eye.
3: something apocalyptic definitely um I can only right, really think so... they were
2: looking at a yellow hammer. As all I can think of, <laughs> just looking around the room, just trying uh, to find out what was. What... Red
1: toolbox,
2: ah. uh, green <laughs> really shoes.
1: I really shouldn't have written this in my garage. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, i I've, I've, sorry. <laughs> I've, Naming um, official documents yeah. after power tools.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Apart, yeah, A yellow hammer. A yellow hammer is a bud. Um, the name is derived from the German Ammer bunting so I can only assume it's the the party that the Europeans will be throwing after we fuck off and leave them Mm -hmm. alone
3: yeah well I've had a comb through the document Um, a lot of it is stuff we already knew food's going to get more expensive we'll have less selection Um, something that doesn't seem to worry people as much as it should is the effect it's going to have on our um, what's the word right on time shipments just in time, just in time shipments, right? How yeah. um, and so you've got this um, this great bit here. Uh, France will impose mandatory controls on UK goods. Yeah, that's that's fine. That was going to happen, of course, but the actual numbers yeah. they give is on day one of No Deal. Fifty to eighty-five percent of HG- HGVs travelling via the short straits may not be ready for French customs. Now that's a big fucking sort of area of of uh, uh, yeah, fifty to eighty-five. Room, it could be half. It could be nearly all of them. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's give or take, and uh, the the yeah. <laughs> this is going to apparently reduce the flow rate of about 40 to 60% of current levels within one day. So that's all the, yeah. So just like that from one day to the next, you're going to have more than half of the actual supply coming in and out of the country is just going to slow. It's going to stop, not even slow. It's, 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 they'll, they'll be trapped there for weeks. It takes that long to do and fresh foods going Um, to rot and medicines will expire. Um, absolutely i'm just and but I'm just in awe at the sheer hand waviness of yeah fifty to eighty five eh, yeah yeah could be one could be ninety
1: nine uh, we're there is is this fifty to eighty five percent analysis provided by the French or is this purely um like, uh, british civil service uk civil service i
0: don't know i assume it's it's a UK document. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so what yeah. their sources are, but... But dismissed as Project Fear by the government that commissioned it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's been slightly updated. They've changed the font slightly, so it's better now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they've they've, uh, they've put uh, extra spaces in.
0: Yeah.
1: And you've heard people say, oh, yeah, the,
3: the medicines will expire, but y- we can stockpile and we can have alternatives. And then you get to this part of the document where it says... Um, three quarters of medicines come via the short straits. Now, short straights, I'm I'm assuming is a, their term here for just-in-time deliveries, or or, um, or short the kind of thing would be
1: um, across the, be the, channel. Uh, the channel. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, so that kind of stuff that, that that just comes in on the trucks directly and needs to just get through and arrive. Three quarters. Yeah. Three quarters. It's not, it's not just some, it's not just, you know, one or two diseases. It's a full three quarters of medicines, just medicines in general. That's, that's fucking nuts. If I can't get my heartburn pills, I'm going to have a really bad time.
1: (laughs) It's also all compounded by the fact that uh, there's been lots of reports of like, um, because so much, um, you know, warehouse space has you know, literally been booked up because it's Christmas soon. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as you start getting around to Christmas, businesses start thinking about Christmas.
2: Oh, I imagine we'll just not have Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah, Christmas, Christmas is cancelled because of Brexit. But there's, so there's no room to stockpile anything. It's all been I'm looking taken forward up. to
0: people weaponising Christmas crackers because it's the only thing they've actually got abundant <laughs> <100 laughs> yeah, supply yeah, of. If, <laughs> it's
1: people just start eating their like uh, plastic Christmas trees because it looks green.
0: <laughs> this is the closest I'll get to a vitamin for a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm
3: I'm very concerned. Oh. If I if I don't have access to you know cheap fucking heartburn tablets, I might have to stop drinking, which is the worst <laughs> thing to do in this situation. Um, you're in Abilene, so well, you need to
0: th- drink to survive up there.
3: <sighs> it's very nice up here. I'll have you know, thank you very much. But.
0: I've been. It's uh, not.
3: Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is this going to do um, anything to the I mean, price of a pint? Uh, that's a very interesting question. I don't know. I haven't. Is seen it London it prices everywhere? Ab- oh. About this kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I think it depends on where you are well, and how close your access is to, like, you know, your your sort of local craft breweries. Because most. I can
1: tell you, I can tell you that it's absolutely going to have an effect on wine. Yeah. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Um, we can all start drinking you... the white wines of Scotland. Most restaurants won't <laughs> stop them. All, all the stuff that we knew, certain types of fresh fruits pile decrease. So that's fine. Um, well, it's, it's not fine, but, you know, we knew that. The likelihood of this is considered low, I'm quoting, and the impact is likely to be local, affecting only hundreds of thousands of people.
1: It's <laughs> just like... That's oh, an under, <laughs> a, a understated <laughs> thing ever. Just a mere few hundred thousand.
3: <laughs> and they're probably poor anyway. There's the beautiful section. <laughs> there's the beautiful section on Northern Ireland, where you've got phrases like, "Disruption to key sectors and job losses are likely to result in protests and direct action with road blockades." Eh, eh,
2: yeah, sure.
3: Northern that Ireland and fine. blockades. That
2: no, Given that That's, the border no. bisects roads in areas, it's not entirely unreasonable to expect there's going to be a bit of a problem over there. As 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 very on brand as it is for us to not really given that much thought when we unilaterally make stupid decisions on us on our own and mm-hmm. it's
3: a bit of an understatement I think is is the point here. And Ireland, then towards the we're sorry. Yeah, And then towards the end of the document you've got this great bit where it says so the uh, here's the section titled The Poor and it's one <laughs> it's it's one line. It is one line. Low income groups will be disproportionately affected by rises in the price of food and
2: fuel. One life. Oh, well, that's all right. Then. That's it, that's it.
1: Well, oh, that's, that's fine. That
2: sounds... Fine. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fine. And that's, then, that, that, that I mean, fine. it's a Tory government. That's, that's, your, that's your regular state of being. That's yeah, that's yeah. endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, hell, yeah, that's, hell, that's, that's hell what's yeah. going on. And then right after
3: the, that, that brief chapter on the poor is the chapter on social care, which has a full three paragraphs pretty much saying the same thing about how it's going to suck for old people... Uh, because it's going to be less financially viable for for other people to work as care providers, so we get the big three paragraphs about the olds, and then the one line, of, and, and just after the one line about the poor, which is a little bit of a throwaway. I mean, but
0: that, that's that's um, fine. I mean, the olds don't have to worry because I'm sure, I'm sure healthcare won't be won't be a problem after we open ourselves up to the wonderful caring and gentle invisible hand of the free market.
2: Yeah, that's reassu- very reassuring to hear you say that and I'm sure it's not about to be cut down by the comforting the outstretched
1: fist of the free market. So great, so
3: great. So great, speaking for of, great speaking. Britain.
1: Sp- <laughs> speaking of fists of the free market, uh should we talk about a trade deal?
0: Hell yes. yes. Fuckin', okay, I fucking so... love a trade deal, radical oh, shit, don't... man. Trade with me, daddy. <laughs> oh.
1: we are, we are... Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are all pro trade. Deal Give it to podcast. me, my two-fisted
0: we, uh... trade partner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, our, you know, glorious golden boy, um, had went, Well, it feels like an age ago now. After all of this, all everything that's come out in the last few days. Um, so he obviously want uh, he went to the U.S. last week. Uh, oh, sorry, not the U.S. He went to the G7 summit to um, meet all of the wonderful leaders of the seven countries. <laughs> and so Boris Johnson uh, started talking about a trade deal with Trump. And obviously, he's trying to make up. Uh, trying to bring out a big trade deal to make up for what is going to be an enormous post no deal shortfall in trade with the EU. Um, So in case anyone doesn't know what a trade deal is, uh, essentially it intends to reduce or remove tariffs on certain goods and services. Uh, It may include other things like determining what grade of, for example, food will be open for trade between two parties. Uh, And that's why all this talk of chlorinated chicken uh, has been in the news. It's because the US is fine with it. Uh, Spoiler alert, it's not great. Um, I mean, you say that,
3: but I'm very excited to finally have a McRib.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I think you need to take that with McDonald's rather than Donald Trump. Oh, wait, no, that would make sense. (laughs) Right, no, 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 I completely agree. No, that's fine then. Yeah. So, uh, given the complexity, uh, the huge undertaking that any trade deal is, you know, these are gargantuan and sort of almost all-encompassing entities, uh, it's ridiculous to think a trade deal could be agreed in anything less than, say, three to five years, especially between a country as big as the fucking US and... I know we are a shit country, but the UK is a relatively big economy. Excuse me. Um,
3: Excuse you. I think you'll find we've already signed
0: a fantastic trade deal with Liechtenstein. Let's <laughs> trust did and open those pork markets in China for nothing.
1: Pork markets? Oh, um so all that aside, um, it's pretty clear that uh Johnson is either being deliberately um incompetent or idiotic because now uh here's um I've got a small there's a few there's a short quiz I suppose that you'd call it mm-hmm. um for my for my fellow podcasters now uh our boy Boris Johnson uh talked about a few uh, a few goods that uh would p- possibly be opened up to uh United States markets in the event of a trade deal and um <clears throat> i I'm gonna name uh each one and after I say each one I'd like you to tell me how long you think the shelf life of that item is. So, right, okay. mm, so bell peppers.
2: A week? Five days. Okay,
1: five days. A week, five days a week, is that what final answer? Maybe I'm yep. not yeah, eating so my peppers properly. Pretty much pretty much spot on, five to seven days. Oh there we go, okay. wow. um, Yeah, okay, so uh, we've also got Melton Mowbray pork pies Uh, What do we think the the shelf life of those are?
3: 964 (laughs) years (laughs) Melton Mowbray specifically
2: Um. uh, Specifically, yes Which are, I believe, a a pork product
1: <laughs> 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 the, the illustrious pork markets at last.
3: Damn, she she knew what she was talking about. That Liz trust. She, she She's it. damn good. She, she, yeah. she, 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 i yeah. like three weeks. Twelve <laughs> dimensional pork. The
2: chest. They're sort of glazed and lard, aren't they? So
1: <laughs> yeah. So what do we yeah. think the shelf life of these I, I, are? Are those the ones that they're come not frozen. in? frozen.
0: Refrigerated. Yeah, uh, they're
1: they're not frozen. <laughs> we'll no, you see, if much. you froze a
2: pork pie, yeah. I, would, I I would vomit in your eyes. So. I mean, that seems
1: that seems uncalled for but okay. <laughs> I'm
0: going to say 2 weeks.
1: Okay, 2 weeks?
0: Um
3: well, I already gave my answer but if we're being serious... Yeah, I think it's the 2-3 um... weeks space
2: there.
3: <laughs> I'm going to be okay, so... I'm I'm going to go for a month.
1: Well, you're all wrong, it's 6 days. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Wait, these come yep. in tins. Uh no, they're not tins, they're like a uh, proper these are
2: pro- uh, Oh I'm, uh, thinking of, I'm
3: thinking of I'm thinking of Fray Bentos. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I <laughs> went, oh, okay, yeah. so, was so a, when uh, you,
2: when we were talking about I all this time they've been talking about it, you've been a... thinking of Fray Bentos pies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I sliced my finger open on on a on a free Bentos tin when I was at first year at uni. I couldn't get the damn thing open. Of course you did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, for one year of your life you'll eat one.
3: Yeah, that was and, um, th- that was culture shock <laughs> right there.
2: Just, oh, a pie in a tin. What is this?
3: <laughs> That's very strange, coming from the Mediterranean.
1: <laughs> so, for the for this next one, um, not a shelf life, but what size of the UK market do you think UK produced wines make up?
0: What? Or, 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 what, the of the UK, UK wine market, the UK food and drink market, or the uh,
1: the UK, the, the, so all wines that are consumed in the UK, um, what percentage? Um, oh, sorry, imported to the UK or made in the UK? What percentage do you think? UK. I think it's all imported to, to the
2: UK or made in the UK. This depends. Are It depends. I mean, are we I mean, counting... the grapes are
1: grown and made into wine here.
2: Right.
3: Okay. Are we are we counting Lamborghini 2%. and Buckfast? <laughs>
1: uh I I've just got I can't I can't speak as to those. All I've got is a number in front of me for UK produced wine.
0: I'm going two per cent.
1: Okay, two percent.
3: Yeah, one Weesh. and a half, two percent thereabouts, so mm
1: hmm. Okay, so one and a half, two percent, close, uh, one percent of the Aww. UK wine market. Yeah. I thought
2: thought if I edged higher, I'd definitely get it. I thought mathematically was certain. Now, now, one
1: last question for you. How long do you think, on average, it takes for a cargo ship to cross the Atlantic Ocean? Oh, I think that is like
2: three weeks, isn't it? Maybe it's less. uh, Yeah, three weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, sounds about right. Like 20 days?
1: Yeah, you're all pretty close. It's 10 to 20 days. Now... Oh. Can anyone tell me what the problem is?
2: <laughs> well, I, I imagine it's over water, isn't it? <laughs> there wasn't lot
0: fucking water in the way. It'd be nothing. It's that they're not very close to each other.
1: This goddamn remainder fucking ocean.
3: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bloody no, yeah. Oh, now, so of now, all the so... things
0: that you've just said, their wine's the only thing we can actually fucking export, and we make fuck all of it.
1: Yeah, and so, but it's not all bad news. The good news is that uh, wine production has historically been perceived as less than ideal due to uh, the cold climate. The current market, however, is growing. Recent summer, warmer <laughs> summers have played a role in increasing investment and sale of wines. So, global warming, not all bad. Thanks,
0: is yeah, It's impossible to say if it's good or bad. I mean,
3: absolutely. I would say... I would say you could, you could probably just try to like mass export Buckfast to the US, but <laughs> Americans die after drinking like a can of Four Loko, which is less alcohol and less caffeine Classic. and less sugar. So I'm not sure if they'd really cope. It might be a new version of what we did to China with
0: the opium. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would
0: be pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm all for turning the tri state area into the next buckfast triangle.
1: <laughs> and uh, I've got I've got one final question for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Johnson talked about um, talked to Trump about allowing British owned and run cargo ships to move goods between American ports, which is called cabotage mm. because of fucking course it is. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone know what the problem there might be?
2: Well, it puts it the, the tune of sabotage by the Beastie Boys in my head, but that's an entirely desirable outcome.
1: <laughs> so, apart from the Beastie Boys, does anyone know what the, uh, the problem with this might be? The
3: problem with using UK ships to transport goods in the US?
1: Uh, to transport goods between US ports, so right, like, go yeah. for example, going from Florida to somewhere in New England. Yeah. Um, is it that we don't have any ships? Well there's an element of that but there's also the fact that it is legal for other ships that aren't that are not US constructed maintained and crewed to um move goods between uh United States ports due to the 1920 Merchant Marine Act <laughs> which <laughs> would be
2: would need to be repealed in order for this to happen. I love me a good Merchant Marine Act that's yeah. Well we're in a position of strength. I'm sure we can as we how as we will guarantee a great deal with the EU by exerting all of our incredibly impressive (laughs) bargaining position on them. All the leverage we have on them we will likewise use on the US to abolish their protectionist policies in order to uh, send our ships over there. I mean, that's just that's how it works, isn't it? We just we just wait and wait and we'll, we'll just be the more patient one.
1: So, basically, um, all these trade deals, they're just, they're just sewn up, ready to go. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, my takeaway from all of this. Nailed I did,
3: it. I Excellent. did very well, much... Saved. I very much enjoyed the little bit, the exchange where Johnson brings up the term cabotage and tries to get Trump to agree with him. And Trump's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do great deals, many deals. It'll be very good. And just completely... Like, he has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't know the, um, what... Johnson's trying to like supplant the idea in him, you know, like sort of this kind of uh, subtle, what's the word? You know, the, um, um, ah. uh,
1: Subliminally?
3: That's it. Thank you. Inception. (laughs) Yeah. He's trying to incept Trump. I'm pretty sure anything other than subliminal won't work on him. I mean, it's a three syllable word, so he's already off to a bad start. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was quite funny, I find.
0: Well, it's a good thing we've got such a, a strong. Well-brained individual that's able to speak to Trump. A big golden boy,
3: a big golden boy to speak to a big wet boy.
1: <laughs> and that crack team of trade negotiators that we've got. Oh wait, no, those are all European negotiators. Shit. Uh, someone, someone should have told us. Fucking
0: hell. It's okay. We've got a strong team. I mean, I'd, I'd like to go into a wee article now about yeah. one of the, one of the. <laughs> extremely useful assets that we have in this country. Which is the eternal smoothness of the coming mind. I love our assets. Oh. Love
2: Anyone else get a semi
0: there? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take care of that for you right now. It'll be gone momentarily. I mean, there's two ways um, to do that, so... <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> okay, so... Um, one of the big monsters of the Leave campaign, you know, you know, everything—it's all fucking great man theory with fucking liberals these days, and it's always someone big and scary and terrifying that does all this evil stuff. If it's not fucking Putin, it's someone connected to him. All that kind of shit. Um, the Leave campaign has Dominic Cummings. He used to be an advisor to Michael Gove. He's generally considered to be a bit of a prick, according to all accounts of people that worked with him. Um, <laughs> yeah, according just, to according to people that met him. I think <laughs> according to people that met him, he's a bit of a shit.
3: I think if your name is Dominic and you don't go by Dom but actually go by Dominic, you're just automatically you can be written off as a fucking cunt.
0: He's,
2: he's Dom Cummings though?
0: If that happens, that's that's already pushing the boat out way too fucking hard. I
2: mean, I reckon if I put that into Pornhub, there will be results.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful journalist Tom Chivers from the wonderful <laughs> publication Unheard which is just a fucking shambles at the best of times he's wrote a wonderful article which paints him in a little bit of a new light
2: oh cool. So okay.
0: he starts Dominic Cummings and I share some interests to my slight chagrin <coughs> both he and I are big fans of the nerdy abstruse 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 bit of the internet filled with people who are sometimes called rationalists
3: this is this is going to be the sapiosexual of political ideology isn't it,
0: it, it oh do you know <laughs> what it doesn't even go I think yeah. I think they're too logical for hard-ons at this
2: point I, just right now <laughs> so I, re- like... I reckon that what they've done is they, they wrote the initial article and then they said you know what I'm just going to do a control F furries for rationalists okay <laughs> that leads a lot of- <laughs>
1: I think I think I would be I'd have a lot less ill will towards Dominic Cummings if he was a furry. To be fair, mm-hmm.
0: All right. absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. Carry on. Right, he goes on. They're a strange lot, smart and thoughtful, but strange. <laughs> I wrote a book about them. They worry about AI destroying the world, but also about thinking accurately, about making good predictions, about doing the most good they can via charitable
2: donations. (laughs) Just just to skip ahead here, I reckon that by the end of this, the reveal is that this article was written by an AI. Just putting that out there now.
1: I'm just imagining you're still talking about furries.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. I know that Cummings is a fan because he regularly quotes them. His blog role... Blog roll. I, I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know.
1: The Dom Cummings blog, blog roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, there'll be results on podcast. blog roll includes. <laughs> His blog roll includes. I can't fucking read that word. His blog roll includes links to Less Wrong, Slate Star Codex, and Eliza Yudkowski, three of the key parts of the rational sphere. <laughs> <laughs> His blog posts, like those of Scott Alexander, author of Slate Star Codex, are immensely long, although Alexanders are clear and funny and designed to hold the reader's hand through a complex argument, while Cummings's tend to be a grab bag of talking points thrown together with no discernible, to me at least, structure. So obviously he's not fucking clever enough for them. Mm. But a lot of the material and the names mentioned are similar. Anyway, Yesterday, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, decided to suspend or prorogue Parliament for five weeks around conference season. He and his outriders have argued that one, it's normal behaviour, and that two, it's to push through his domestic agenda, but one, it's not, it's the longest prorogation since 1945, and two, it's very obviously intended to reduce the amount of time available to backbenchers to legislate against no deal or otherwise get in the government's way. BuzzFeed's Alex Wickham reports that they have various other plans to further obstruct any parliamentary oversight so so far it's a little bit of a chug over him that's all this is, it's just a wee bit of a wank over Big Dom Cummies <laughs> seems like he's really fucking clever And some, look how clever he is
2: and some absolutely awful using of the brackets that's just ugly he's doing a bad
0: thing and it's really bad that he's doing it, but he's doing it very cleverly, so we should pay close attention and enjoy it for the rational and smart thing that it is. i I've just opened
3: up DominicCummings.com to see his blog.
1: DominicCummings.com?
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> and his latest post from June 26 is called On the Referendum Number 33, High Performance Government, oh. Cognitive Technologies, Michael Nielsen, Brett Victor, and <laughs> Seeing Rooms. It is... It looks, like it's, it looks like it's multiple thousand words, including an introduction, like an abstract. Below are four <laughs> sections. They're all titled. There's, there's graphs and images. There's a, what looks like a, 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 um, a scan of a geometry Picture. textbook. Um, changes to user interface. It is complete Technobabble wank. It's the weirdest so what you're thing. What
0: you saying Dominic Cummings ironically it, 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 does not fuck. It, no, no, probably. not. <laughs> this is. A, I would. I would.
3: I would encourage everyone to 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 check out his blog and just wallow in the sheer absurdity of this. It looks like it's it's less coherent than a Jordan Peterson book. This is nuts.
0: Oh, find me a dragon diagram, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm going to push on. So it reminded me of something and I was trying to work out what it was and I realised it was the classic application of game theory to the game of chicken. Imagine you're playing chicken. That is driving your car head on towards another car. (laughs) Whoever swerves first loses. What's your best strategy? One game theoretic answer is you ostentatiously unscrew your steering wheel and throw it out the window. On one level... It's limiting your options, so it seems like a bad plan. No fucking shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <luck. laughs> from your opponent's point of view, it is a credible commitment that you're going to continue in a straight line. If the opponent wants to avoid disaster, they have to swerve and lose the game. The example was first given by Bertrand Russell in his 1959 book, Common Sense in Nuclear Warfare. Now,
1: le- <laughs> so this, this. I'm just. Uh, this just
0: let, this, let the title of that book set <sighs> in there. Common sense (laughs) of nuclear warfare.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, a little bit more common sense, I suppose. Um, So, the theory is that you are driving a car into another car. So, the presumption there is that both parties are going to be equally damaged by um, uh, the the most undesirable outcome, which is obviously the crash. Now, Mm -hmm. we're talking about the EU, the 27, and the UK. It's not... It's really not like a car driving into another car. It's more like a car driving into a fucking tank. It's just completely asinine, asinine, like it's... assessment of the of the political landscape. I think it, it match- the EU. The EU is, you know, would be negatively affected by No Deal Brexit. But again, they're gonna be pretty much fine. Yeah,
3: but re but. Let David read the first line of the next paragraph.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Russell thought it was a stupid idea. <laughs> but the principle of credible commitment to a course of action formed a key part of the thinking of other game theorists such as Herman Kahn, Thomas Schelling and John von Neumann who were important in the development of the mutually assured destruction doctrine. Essentially, nuclear chicken. (laughs) Ostentatiously commit... That's the second time ostentatiously has been used. Ostentatiously commit to the idea that in the face of any aggression, you will render much of the globe uninhabitable for millennia, and your opponent will not dare to be aggressive. Richard Nixon approvingly called it the madman theory, and it is most associated with shelling. This is pure speculation, I should say. I have no special insight into Cummings' mind, but I have a feeling that this is what he's doing here. I know he knows about this stuff. Shelling points and other game theoretical terms are part of the jargon in the blogs we both read. Dominic Cummings, Cummings
3: Dominic Cummings is real (laughs) and he's rational and he's my friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bet if you looked at uh, fucking Dominic Cummings' tweets, you get see this fucking guy being like, "Yeah, you show him, Dom." (laughs)
0: Don't want it, Cummings is my wife. I don't agree with you, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on you go.
1: This might be it. Might be a stupid idea, but you're doing it with a lot of conviction.
2: You're doing it ostentatiously. <laughs> if you, can, and I if you can't do it that. smart, do it ostentatiously. <laughs> <laughs> Cummings has posts
0: tagged game theory in his blog and discusses John von Neumann at length. If I'm right, Cummings has convinced Johnson to throw the government steering wheel out of the window. By making it harder for Britain to change course from its headlong path towards no deal, he thinks he can force the opponent to swerve. <coughs> Again, it all comes back down to this fucking weird idea that he's the fucking dark mastermind in the background who's just waiting and and planting wee ideas so that you know all the worst possible things will fucking happen. And it's just, oh, why? why did, why does it have to be one individual fucking person why can't it all just be a systemic shit show that we all know doesn't fucking work and is terrible and has been trying to fucking collapse in a very specific way for quite a while
3: i mean you can see what's happening in this guy's brain right it's this um it's this combination of desperately flailing for 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 some kind of reasonable explanation for, for what's going on combined with a, a a pretty hefty amount of bootlicking um Oh, I've got to lick
1: those Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So he goes on, I don't want to buy into the widespread narrative that Cummings is some sort of all-seeing genius, though. if this is really what he's doing. Um, it's uh, You don't want to fucking buy into it, but you're going to fucking discuss it anyway, you mm-hmm. fucking prick. Well, it's,
1: the this, reason whole, the, um, it's this whole fucking uh, marketplace of ideas bollocks, isn't it? It's like, oh, well, we just have to discuss the ideas and then we'll get to the best outcome.
0: I presume that there's no such thing as a bad idea. It's that, but it just immediately falls into that liberal great man fucking great man theory where all of history is actually down to a very small select few people who were fucking terrific at what they did, Mm. as opposed to being widely systemic things that people ended up falling into. Correct, because all of history hitherto at this point is the history of class struggle. Um... The reason the ostentatious (laughs) removal of the steering wheel works in Chicken is because you have one clearly defined opponent of a similar stature to you. If you're both driving Vauxhall Severas, then the crash will be equally bad for both of you. The reason it worked, if if indeed it did work in the Cold War, is because there were two obvious main actors, the US and the USSR, and nuclear annihilation would be comparably bad for both. Is is Vauxhall not... so he's re- he's recognized the point that you've brought up there, Alistair? Like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't fucking work like that. Yeah, he's clocked it here. Let's see if he actually fucking takes it.
1: So it's not got clear, got his... <laughs> he's gone most of the way there. Let's see if he can finish.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's see. Will it be close but no potato? Let's find out. Yeah. It's not clear that the same is true in this case. For one thing, who's the opponent? Is it the EU? Or is it Parliament? (laughs) Completely interchangeable
3: entities,
0: those two. Let's go fucking metaphysical on this. Why not? In Cummings and Johnson's Johnson's minds, it could be any one of them. Maybe they're trying to force Parliament to vote through whatever deal he gives them, because the alternative will be a disastrous no-deal and no time to fix it. Or maybe they're trying to force the EU to make changes to the backstop because there's no time for Parliament to block no-deal when you've got three cars in a game of chicken, it's much harder to model the outcomes. (laughs) The
1: fucking end end body problem coming up in my fucking uh, game theory. Damn.
0: (laughs) I think his intention by the end of this article is to actually just build some image of, like, you know, eight cars all driving towards each other so that it just forms a union flag. Nerds! (laughs) More importantly, if it's the EU then it's not two Vauxhall Zafiras It's more like a Fiat Cinque- Cinquecento, Cinquecento driving towards an oncoming train. Cinquecento, thank you. Um, driving towards an oncoming train. I know the old Brexit will hurt the EU, but much less than it would hurt Britain, because the EU is much bigger than Britain.
1: Wow, okay. really? I need to look at a map. No, to I mean, that is the on.
0: most salient point he's made in about fucking ten paragraphs. And there are worse outcomes for the EU, such as other countries seeing that they blinked first and trying similar strategies to get favourable deals from them. It may be that No Deal is the least bad option available for them if Britain commits to it.
2: Yeah, I mean the problem with as the I train said, here is notoriously trains aren't desperately manoeuvrable. If there's if there's something coming at it, this isn't this doesn't. I'm not entirely sure that the whole scenario maps quite the way he thinks it does.
0: Depending on so, how you hit the train with the, the little Fiat, you could easily derail the fucker. Like, he's well, not really going for the solid metaphor here.
1: I mean, you could, in theory, drive three trains into one another, but they'd all be on track, so they couldn't turn anyway, so... Ah, the I mean, trolley problem seems... for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the, well, that problem is easily solved by a big spear with like a blade on the end, and then you can get the people on the other side as well. The
0: spear of dancing. No, it's uh, multi-track drifting. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I'm speculating, but it fits my existing mental model of Dominic Cummings, which is that he reads these fascinating, interesting ideas from brilliant people and takes Inside completely mind, the wrong Harris. message from them. <laughs> For one thing, a key principle of the rationalist blogger sphere, people I never wanted to fucking read out loud or even read it silently.
2: That we both it admire. Like a,
1: it sounds like a fucking um, I don't know, like an evil alien race in like. Some like, <laughs> knock-off pulp sci-fi? It's my
2: new oh. wrestling finisher. All <laughs> oh. oh,
0: right. So for one thing, a key principle of the rationalist blogosphere that we both admire is the principle of charity. The idea that if you don't understand how someone could possibly believe something as stupid as they do, <laughs> that this is more likely a failure of understanding on your part <laughs> than a failure of reason on theirs. Rather than assuming people are stupid or evil, so maybe oh, really my need to God, go. yes. this is this is a damning <laughs> idea here, right? That, imagine the concept of Marx's self-criticism, but rather than actually like applying it to structural concepts and your place within them, you see something you don't understand and you think, ah, well, I must be too thick. I need to try harder and understand this, no matter what the fucking subject matter is. Oh. That feels to be a bit of a racist opinion, but is it let me analyze it now and see if it really is or if there's a hidden meaning to it but like, guys guys what, what if fuck? what if stupid
3: things are actually smart?
2: <laughs> Holy shit what <You've laughs> <cracked No. it.
3: laughs>
0: what if bad things are actually good um.
1: Oh no we're doing the drill tweet again <laughs>
0: nah, <you enjoy> it. <laughs> right I just I do, I do need to brace you for the next paragraph right okay okay oh no. My colleague. Oh my
2: God! I'm sorry. That is an
1: Apostrophe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you fucking?
2: Hugh Laurie out of a bit of
0: Brian Laurie? he
2: said okay, to himself, right, try, try this." There, time is money.
0: <laughs> everyone pretend pretend I'm tipping my fedora as I say this. <laughs> my colleague Peter Franklin thinks it's unfair to accuse Cummings of having an "everyone is an idiot apart from me" attitude. That may be true, but he certainly doesn't apply the principle of charity widely. He openly derides as a courtier the late former Cabinet Secretary Jeremy Haywood, for instance, who others have described as the smartest guy in the room. Must he not may be many right. people in that fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He may be right, but it seems sensible to at least consider the possibility that this much-admired figure had some understanding of how the machinery of government worked which Cummings was missing. Mm. Oh, it's just that fucking smart people oh, are I know so what room smart, I he's love in a smart r- people.
1: He's he's in a room of young Tories.
0: <laughs> oh, that's an empty room, yeah.
1: Exactly, there you go, problem solved. Which? <laughs> um, if somebody, if if somebody comes knocking, away. he'll
2: say the young Tories, but... <clears> that's just another word for fucking victims, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's is much funnier than when I said sorry. <laughs> yeah, and we'll edit we'll, we'll we'll that, we'll that one out. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You'll oh. see the big bit of silence on there. That'll be very easy to cut out. Uh, <laughs> podcasting's hard. Another,
0: uh, it fucking is. Oh, <laughs> we'll push on. My back hurts. I'm having
3: trouble coming up with jokes. I'm relying on tropes and voices for the humour. As the <laughs>
1: I need a little lie down, can we come back to this later?
2: I am lying down.
0: (laughs) Another arguably more relevant principle is what is known as Chesterton's fence. The conservative (laughs) Christian G.K. Chesterton said that reformers often want to remove things because they don't understand what they're there for. He imagines one coming across a fence in a field and pulling it down because he can't see the point in it. The reformer is then gored by a bull. (laughs) (laughs) A a wiser reformer, says Chesterton, would have said, if you don't see the use of it, I certainly won't let you clear it away. Go away and think. Then, when you can come back and tell me that you do see the use of it, I may allow you to destroy it. For Chesterton, the strange and sometimes incomprehensible workings of tradition are probably there for a reason, and if you start pulling on threads because they don't look important, the whole thing might come apart. Now, Um
1: now, um, the big question here is... Don't look important to who. Right?
0: Exactly. There's no value of worth actually attached to this. There's no, there's no placement within a system that is actually appreciated within that. Are
3: you tell me that a conservative Christian might have had trouble with seeing structural nuances across social differences or, or demographics because that is a fucking shock? I'm trying to.
0: <laughs> I actually don't know if he is a Christian or if his name is Christian because it's capitalized. But I, I don't really know what this. All oh, right. Okay. To whether or not that deserves a capitalization, it could just be G.K. Chesterton for all I know. But either way, <laughs> I think as it a is conservative, GK. no, well, I don't well, really I mean, think he is going to be that fucking no big on that.
3: I'm trying to enter the mindset of someone who just equates reforming with destroying, which is a very <laughs> interesting way of, of of seeing the world and of
0: understanding the. Co- the concept of reform. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think he's a trot So uh, just just
1: just uh, just so everyone so everyone knows, um, his name is Gilbert Keith Chesterton, and uh, it looks like he is indeed a Christian.
0: So and he's also uh, a Keith. Elijah Elijah's pretty much on on the money there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. Okie dokie. right, I'll push on. Cummings may work for the Conservative Party, but he is not a Conservative in the Chestertonian sense. He's willing to erode the conventions of the British Constitution by suspending Parliament for political reasons and trying to keep them from voting on a huge and important issue. He's got form. In 2010, he and Michael Gove full through legislation on academy schools by fast-tracking it in a way usually reserved for emergency laws. Things like counter-terrorism. Ah, oh, Chesterton. Never, nothing's and, ever gone wrong and stuff like that. No. Has it? <laughs> Chesterton and the rationalists coming at miles would be deeply aware of, deeply wary of eating away at the various little conventions and traditions which underpin British public life in the pursuit of a short-term goal. My concern, one of my concerns, is that Cummings will come to be seen as the representative of the rationalists because he quotes them and shares some of their concerns and interests. But at the risk of being uncharitable myself, I don't think he really understands them. He thinks it's all about seeing how everyone else is wrong and applying game theory to politics and all that. And those things are important. I hate the start of that sentence
2: My concern One of my concerns you, you, You're typing You can just correct that You don't have to say my concern Oh actually one of my concerns You can just say what, what, No just delete that One of my concerns You've got to pad out that word count <laughs> You definitely well he, had, well he saved himself the Y space from My colleague So just, <laughs> It's <just> inconsistent <laughs> These people it, it, it's,
0: it's weird It's, it's, it's like, like he's inconsistent it's only unheld. It's not as if it's a big deal. He goes final on. paragraph, let's do it. Yeah, final Final paragraph, let's finally finish this hell. But it's also about looking at your own thinking and seeing where you're going wrong and taking steps to make sure that you're not going to accidentally blow everything up with your brilliant ideas. Oh, that was almost like an actually smart sentence Then <laughs> Maybe,
2: yeah. I
0: worry that Cummings isn't playing some clever John von Neumann-esque game <laughs> driving his fiat down the rails and expecting a train to swerve.
3: The, I, I mean
0: apart from the unnecessary rudeness about fiats the, the
3: whole article <laughs> is is basically what if Cummings not clever but dumb which <laughs> um you you really didn't need to write all this about although I guess no, but, w- but I mean like, no. he kind a of makes that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he kind of makes that point of well, maybe he's not that clever, but he does that by sitting there espousing, espousing I like all of this very smart and rational things, and so does he, and it's like, what you you're just you are making yourself. Are you as dumb as him? Is he as clever as you? Which which fucking one is it? Oh, it's oh well. That, anyway, that that was our that was a, that was a oh, wonderful for the episode. Hell. Um that was the positive noises are great. That was fucking it was a fucking chore. <laughs> that was tiring. I'm tired. You should have you should have <laughs> tried you should have tried reading it three fucking times before the episode. <laughs> I'm t- oh, I'm God. very tired <laughs> <laughs> Right, well what I'm gonna do is we're gonna finish off with our last segment which as, as tradition I takes. would like to be a regular feature. Yep.
3: Let's play a game. Um,
0: <laughs> let's play a game, indeed. Let's <laughs> play a game of comment or commentaria. So I am going to read you some little nuggets of text which I have found down the, the Hot Take Mines, and I want you to guess, was it someone who wrote the article or someone below the line who wrote the comment? How do we feel about that? All right, let's, I'm, I'm feeling good.
1: Intense anxiety. I'm pumped, I'm hyper, I'm, I'm
2: ready to go. I really want to turn this around. I think I'm behind the points. I think this is this is my last shot.
0: Right, okay, let's go then. So, I listened this morning with horror. The essential message was put Labour in power or we'll let Brexit happen. Corbyn cannot get the support of the Tory rebels. It would be reselection suicide for them to put Corbyn in power. That's why Swinson suggested the father and mother of the House as a temporary interim government to stop the Vote Leave campaign who are now in government and their puppet masters, the rich offshore tax haven billionaires. I have no objection to Corbyn attempting to make a government first after a vote of no confidence. That is constitutionally how it's done, but he will almost certainly fail. He then needs to support a viable alternative. Was the mail above the line or below the line? Okay.
3: Oh, Can I go no, first?
2: I go on.
3: Yeah. I so there is a there's a there's a there's a sort of airy flowery narrative style to it like mm. a, a sort of oratory component.
2: It's quite um, long form for mm-hmm. a comic.
3: There's some there's some there's some shitty little sort of rhetorical devices used very obnoxious um the writing style just sounds like someone who probably did study writing, but or prac or you know worked at it, but wasn't very good. Thought thinks they're better than they are. I'm gonna say commentariat. This is a journalist. Okay.
1: Hmm. See my. I think I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Um, comment just to be contrarian.
2: Oh, I'm casting. Okay, See, I think. I reckon it's commentary at for many of the reasons already stated also because it didn't invoke anti Semitism.
1: <laughs> that's a good point actually.
2: <laughs> it didn't I reckon, <laughs> I reckon a
3: comment totally, would so definitely cool.
2: crowbar that in there. It it,
3: it it talked about big bank puppet masters, which as we all know Oh you're right. <laughs> is is, is anti Semitism because
2: So you, people obviously are you Duke. see it where I don't, of course you do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so we've got what one for commentary and two for comment, or was it the other way about? yeah, that's right. I think commentary. Yep, okay. You you're the one going commentary at the other two are going comment. Okay, I can tell you it is a comment. Oh no shit yeah. come on. Yep. <laughs> that comment that comment came from the Guardian.
2: Oh yeah, man! Yeah,
0: well, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> that sounds about fucking right. I, mean, I, I, I kind All of right. assumed that oh, I, I, that's the main source, right? Uh, no, no, no. I've got I've got various sources. Oh, um, <laughs> I have sure gone to do many parts of the mines. <laughs> many, many parts of the hot tape mines. Of those smooth, okay, smooth next mines. one. The NHS austerity, tax cuts for the rich, and so on, and so on. Just like a few months ago when the Corbyn stick was all about telling Mike from Mansfield and Bob from Brixton that even though one voted leave and the other remain, they were one and the same. Corbyn still Wha- thinks his best hope is to try and convince the country that just like him, it doesn't care about Brexit. Oh, Comment or
1: but, comments or commentary? Absolutely comments.
0: Oh my
2: 100%. god. I'm gonna go
1: commentary on that one. I'm gonna commentary on that one because that was so shit, I can only imagine a fucking <laughs> It's so shit, someone had to be paid for it. Cun journalist thought he were being real man of the people. Ah, oh, it's gotta be commentary, It has to be. I I,
3: th- I I think I agree. I think that's I think that is an
0: awful, awful piece of writing, and that has to be a journalist.
2: <laughs> Right, so we're all saying commentary, yeah? I'm saying comment. I reckon it's... Yeah, I think it's... You're saying true. comment? Yeah, saying comment, Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, just, okay. A, just something is. about... I mean, the so on and so on. I just don't think that's something that gets into a yeah, professional Yeah, you piece. wouldn't, you it's, wouldn't it's, expect very, that to... You know, it's a, it's, I, don't, I, I don't have the vocabulary for it. I'm I'm not a... I'm neither a Guardian Word commentator band. nor a professional journalist. So obviously I, I don't have the, the vocabulary to, to articulate this, but...
1: I, I, mate, if we learned one thing from this fucking segment, it's that you don't need to have any fucking knowledge about anything to be a fucking commentaria. Remember the commentaria, mate? Oh.
0: That one is commentaria. Yeah, yes! that was. I'm
2: so bad at this. Yes. Yeah, that... I knew it. I
0: fucking knew it. That was
2: no Tom Pick. Tom Pick and in the independent. Oh my god! What was the f- You Fuck didn't name me. the first one. The, the, I mean, presumably there was a, a handle against the first one.
0: Oh, I I haven't taken the handles because comments are just fucking comments. Um,
2: I'm not not saying that I'll hunt them down and and, and e-stalk them or anything, but (laughs) I might have a lunch I'll tell you what, if I get any
0: with a good username, (laughs) if I get any with a good username, I will fucking take it right Can we have their location, if that's possible? Can you see where they're (laughs) posted? Okay, you, you crossed the line there.
1: Yeah, uh, can we get the location and the phone number for a hit? No, now? no, not because of that. No, because I want to be racist
3: about people having shit opinions
0: in certain parts of the country. just know his kids
1: go to school, all right? <laughs> There's nothing weird about that.
0: Right, Anyway, next one. Corbyn would never be allowed by the capitalist establishment to implement his socialist policies, and he knows it. He can promise whatever he likes, but if he, if he ever got power, he would inevitably trim most of it and quietly drop the rest. All governments do that. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go straight in. Comment. This is.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling comment. This is a. Is feel,
3: is, this is some fucking South Park watcher. You, you know, both sides equally as bad. Essentially, nothing oh, yeah. matters. The Truth is in the middle. Bullshit. I, don't
2: think, too, I don't think I don't think commentary would even acknowledge the existence of a capitalist establishment. I don't think that's the sort of phraseology. they yeah, no, it no. It's also yeah, absolutely. It's also
3: too nihilistic about politics to. To, to be a journalist they have to pretend that it actually matters and, and things are important otherwise they mm. have no reason to e- exist I'm going to say
0: comment I don't, <clears throat> I don't I think that's yeah right so we're all going to comment on Absolutely. that one yeah. it is a comment Yay. Yeah. yeah there we go alright
2: I just want to say finally I I
1: just want to say that so far, the worst one of these that we've... like Just on its own merits, the worst one has been the fucking (laughs) (laughs) commentary, The the fucking independent... And show on, and show on. top tech shit.
0: Oh shit, I hope that wasn't a Zizek piece, was it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Right, last one. I am at a total loss why Labour should have the leadership that they have. It's a time for ideas beyond the class system. A time for building Uh bridges across the divides that are found all over the country. Uh (laughs) Toryism I'm not finished. Toryism (laughs) has brought us to an edge. The country needs forward thinkers for a modern age. The divides need healing. People need bringing together. There just has to be a better way. This is absolutely commentary. This is
3: peak fucking melt journal bullshit. This is
1: like, this is massive like appeal to like, won't the adults and the Grown ups and the manager all just turn up and take care of me just and rub my head and call reasonable.
2: me a good boy. God, fucking damn it! I'll say this, this yeah, much. No, absolutely, I mean, you, you can't be that melty and not be a guard, become a Guardian journalist. If this is a commentator,
3: if, if this is a comment, then the Guardian should probably just 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 hire this person to like mm. you know to churn out <laughs> the content, <laughs> save a lot of money, get rid of all they, the comments, free fucking
2: people as it was we speak. Just, yeah.
1: Uh, we need. We just need to replace all all journalists with that fucking bot that creates articles based <laughs> on the first and last sentence. Because gee, literally, the 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 stuff I've seen coming out of that bot are more politically aware and incisive than any of this just
2: tripe.
0: Right, that one was a comment. Ah, oh, well, that was a comment on the BBC website.
1: Oh, oh BBC. Fucking hell.
0: Well,
3: I hope. Oh. I hope something productive comes of that for someone. Because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, If anything, like, all yeah, this displays is, is that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we can say all we like that the commentariat are out of touch, but clearly they're not. They have an audience that exists, and they're as fucking melty and bad right under the line as they are above it. The absolute fucking worst.
1: Let's end the podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. That was that was a lot of fun, guys.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to podcasting as Praxis. We will hopefully be back same time next week, and we will see you then. Cool. Thanks. Bye now.